Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. All right, yours is a Bone Thrower's... Bone? That was a lot of New York. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hey, your character's from New York. Where's New yeah. York? There we go. I just put right the character there. This is Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm Jackie Finelli. I'm playing Ayana Jose Strong. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Ando Ganshu. And I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Ramiro Alvarez. Carlin. I'm playing Jorn Gunnarsson, the Norwegian black metalhead. My name is Jordan. This entire game that we're playing is called Eldritch High, and I am the headmaster. And I'm going to give the merits. <laughs> Next. So, previously on Bone Thrower Theater, we went ahead and, and went through and described a little bit of the game, some of the rules, went through the characters that we had created, kind of gave a little life to the, the homeroom, so you guys would know a little bit more about your fellow students and everything like that. Homeroom pretty much is is easy enough, you know. You, you get homework done. This is your first day of school, so not really much is happening in homeroom, aside from the teacher just explaining, you know, some of the some of the ground rules of the campus. Don't go off into the into the deserted wing because you know inhuman things await you there, and uh, be careful with the the small. House of Mirrors that's off in the in the corner because there are some experiments that are a little dangerous. You know, he also described how different um, professors will have different their classes in different environments. There is the um, the class in the in the in the um, aquarium where you are actually underwater and you have to learn how the magic for being able to generate air. It's a class especially familiar for with the alchemy students. So shape-shifting. Yeah. Could be involved with that. Yeah. So there's a lot of different classes that are offered in a lot of interesting classrooms. And each teacher tends to modify his classroom to a specific style and everything like that. Professor Zarastris pretty much keeps his at a standard mystical level. Like there's black... Uh, curtains o- over the windows, not letting in a lot of light. Um, there's uh, like this candelabra, um, the chandelier. chandelier. Yes, thank you. But the chandelier is actually like rotating around itself. Like there's, uh, like the candles are on different nine tracks and they're rotating at different speeds. So the shadows are being cast around the room, and in a, like a kind of a simulacrum of the solar system. You know, so some, one's moving very slow, and it's like this dark red. The other one's, like, there's a bluish one for the, where the Earth would be, and it's moving pretty quickly. It actually makes a full rotation in about an hour. You know, so it looks really cool in the room. Like, there's his desk where he, he'll sit, 
And then as he talks, he'll like hold up his hand and uh, on the blackboard behind him in gold sparkling letters, notes will appear in perfect script. Uh, so there's all sorts of really cool and interesting things about the room. Some of you already have had experience with magical things before, like in your home, Ayana, you probably had a lot of experience with, you know, dishes that would come out of the kitchen on their own and, and things of that nature. Um, so some, for this, for you, this is something that's pretty regular and, you know, you're a little bit blasé about this. I'm still just, texting. Yeah, you don't care. I'm still texting. <laughs> texting that shadow realm. <laughs> Probably, the, what is the one detail of the room that is most interesting to you? Jorn? Jorn. 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 Just kind of like watching the the candle light. Just fire. Just watching the fire. Because that's so metal. Yeah. So metal. Just <laughs> looking fire. There's also a little shelf that sits um, like next to the, the blackboard. And it's got a whole row of books in there. So it's like a, a skull sitting on Oh, Checking out that metal as L skull. So so magic seems pretty cool to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as it's metal. How about you, Ramiro? Anything in particular you notice about the room that's pretty cool? I'm pretty intrigued by everything that the professor is doing because uh, the Shadow Realm is pretty new to me. My family is not well versed. Uh, yeah, well versed. I was sort of shipped off to this boarding school because they didn't know what else they, to they do. They didn't know what else to do. No one else in the family. I've ever done any things that I was starting to do, so they were like, eh, no one else really gets along with them anyway, so let's ship them off. Yeah. Nice family. How about you, Ando? He's wondering how the whole script things works. Like, what's the mechanics behind yeah. it? Why it does that when he's just talking and he gestures and it neatly writes on the wall, because he wants that ability. Yeah. I think I'm really actively taking in what's walking into the room, like what personalities are coming in. Okay. Because I'm really, that's, I think it's really going to be my thing, is just how, what can you do for me type of attitude. Which one was the little man again? Behind Ando. Behind Ando. Uh, Gareth Ross for the abandonment issues? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So one of the most interesting characters to you is a um, Gareth Middlebottom, the one with the Middle dead... Bottom. Muddle bottom. Muddle bottom. Excuse me, I, I, your, your handwriting. Having crappy handwriting is very metal. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. It is, actually. It's so metal. Because most metal guys can't write properly. So anyway, um, as you're sitting at, at your desk, um, you got there a little early, you said? You caught much early. One of the characters that you noticed that was really interesting was Gareth. And Gareth had come into the room pretty much right after you and they had taken their seat like they're they're on the row furthest away from you and they're they're a couple desks in front of Yorn. Mm -hmm. uh and every once in a while gareth is very interesting because he keeps an extra bag just sitting next to him and every once in a while he'll open it up and he'll just look inside and he'll say fairly audibly mr twiggy are you doing all right Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll look into the bag, and he'll reach in, and he'll, like, read around for a little bit, and then he'll close it up. He has a familiar. Every once in a while, he'll open it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And he'll reach into his pocket and pull out an acorn and drop it in. It's a squirrel. <laughs> so this character, he might be someone you want to talk to after class. Yeah, I think I do. What do you, What about you? <clears throat> well, during class, Yorn is uh, kind of looking over at... What, who's the girl, Cindy, sitting next to him? Uh, Cindy Henderson, the clumsy Cindy one. Cindy Henderson. Kind of looking at Cindy and... Yorn just kind of like Phil Times like, Psst, hey, Cindy. Or he doesn't know her name. He's just kind of like, Psst, hey, hey. And she'll, I guess she'll like look over like, you want to see something cool? Check this out. So he tries to turn into something. Like he tries to shape shift. What do you want to shape shift into? A snake. That's so metal. That's so metal. It's not metal at all either. Go ahead and uh, so you, you you get one card for for we'll say you'll get a card for being a metal. Well, Shape shifting <laughs> is my I'm a prodigy in it. Yeah. I automatically succeed in doing it. Correct. Yeah. But any cards that you would draw would be, become bangs. So I'd do three. Yeah. So go ahead and take three off. Uh, let's not flip them. Really matter what they are. Yeah. Let's not flip them. Let's any cards that automatically become bangs. Let's draw draw face down and okay. press into, into the bang pile. Okay. So I got three bangs, so... So you turn into a snake. How long How long are you a snake? Um, not extremely long, because... I mean, it's just a kind of show or something. But long enough to just, like, turn into it, have her be able to focus on it, and kind of, like, stick my tongue out a few times, flick the tongue a few times, you know? Maybe, like, move around a little. Actually, he, like, kind of, like, slithers around and, like, goes around his desk, or around, like, his chair, like, slithering around the rungs of his chair and stuff. And then, like, his desk and, like, kind of crawling all over it. (laughs) And then, like, goes back onto the seat and, like, turns back. Yes, Sandy does not like this. Because (laughs) she's she's definitely afraid of snakes. She's not, yeah, she's a um, young lady who does not care for the uh, reptilian life forms. Uh, So she's going to try and, and, like, pick up her chair and smash you. What? So, um... That's not nice. This is going... Well... She's shrieking, and she's just like, no! I'm taking one card for for her first draw. A second card, because of her, her secret of being abused, she's very um, nervous and everything like that, so this is some something that she's going to try and control, so that's going to be a second card. I'm going to give her a third card, because she wants to make sure that she clobbers the hell out of you. Uh, so how many cards? how many cards do you get? Well, I think I only get one because it's like a physical situation. It is a physical situation. You're a snake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but because you're a snake, do you have any agility? I mean, I guess you could add that. I mean, I guess maybe I could have an extra card because I am. I have shapeshifted. Okay. I am a snake. I don't know, I guess. Let's go ahead and flip so our two. cards. So there's a eight and a queen. So I have 18. Nine, 12 plus four is 16. So you managed to avoid getting hit oh, by Cindy. Because One of these becomes a bang, though, right? Yes, that becomes a bang. Because I made it. And... Well, okay, so I'm going to actually spend bang Okay. in order to say that um, because, of, because of the situation, he actually strikes back and he bites her. Oh, boy. Because um, she was right. being aggressive. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Ten minutes into the game. <laughs> yeah, but my my thought is now... Um, Ow, she got bit. What kind of duration yeah, is this? Bit. You mean being a snake? Yeah. Well, he was no, going to... The, the duration of the bite. Like, if there's any poison involved. No, no. It's no. just like a quick, like... 
I mean, he actually punctured her skin, but, like, not not for, like, a long period of time. It was just, like, a quick bite. Didn't sink in all the way, maybe, like, half. Can we say, just the tip? Yeah, just the tips. <laughs> yeah. Play a game called Just the Tips. Okay. It's very metal. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Zoroastris sees this in the back and... But after, I will say, right after the bite happens, Jorn turns back. Yeah. And is like, in his seat. <laughs> like, goes back to his seat and turns back and is just kind of like... <laughs> like, slaps down again like nothing happened. What's your last name again? Gunnarsson. Gunnarsson. Mr. Gunnarsson. What? What's up? I'm afraid you'll need to go speak to the headmaster. For what? Why? You deliberately what? provoked her. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I'm trying to use bewit my bewitchment spell. <laughs> I'm trying to cast bewitchment on the. Oh, this could be a bad idea, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I get two. Okay, well, I, I get four. But I, I can I spend bangs to. If get you there? succeed, bangs are more if you succeed. If you've already succeeded. Yeah. Okay. Yikes! All right, let's go. Ooh, oh, two was my two first. Two versus about nine. And then a ten, though. Seventeen. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Twenty-seven. Thirty-two. Two, yeah. To twelve. Yeah. Okay, so that didn't, you know. That didn't go well. So I guess you get to... Essentially, what what we're going to go ahead and say uh, happens is that you try and cast a magic spell as a very young 14-year-old student who doesn't know the way of magic very well. And it does not go as planned. Mr. Gunnarsson, you're going to be going to the headmaster's office. You'll be lucky if you just get off with detention. But he takes these kind of offenses very seriously. Take your bags. We shall see you tomorrow. Or maybe even later tonight. So Yorn, kind of like pissed off, obviously visibly pissed off, like grabs the stuff, flings it over his arm. He's just like, whatever, man. Yeah, and then he's going by Cindy, and he's like, I was just trying to show you something cool. Just trying to show you my snake. <laughs> and then on the way out, he kind of, like, tries to, like, slyly just, like, flip off the professor. Joanna raises her hand. Oh, jeez. <laughs> professor! <laughs> and you just slam the door. <laughs> She's like, don't professor! Ondo. Yes, professor. Is there any... Is there anything that uh, catches your attention right now? Just watching the show. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pretty good one <laughs> so far. And how about you, Romero? If I remember correctly, the divination, you're able to tell what's going on in a place a little ways away. Yes, I believe so. Let me go ahead and look that up real quick, just to double check. I think it says in there that divination is like past, present, and future. Yeah. yeah, past, present, future, but also... Being able to see, not in your current location, but a ways away. elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the present portion of it. Like being able to see something else that's happening simultaneously. Some other location. The study of divination does not only teach the students how to see into the future, but also the past and the distant distant locations in the present. Basically, divination is is like a fortune-telling type of ability, but... They expanded it from just being in the future, but you can also gaze into the past and see what's going on mm-hmm. elsewhere. I guess not. for those that are around me, there's no one really that I would interest me, so I'm, I guess I'm just taking notes. 
Okay. Still intrigued by what the professor is, is doing. As you go through the day, the bell rings, and it's not like your normal whoops kind of bell. It's more like a um, like you hear like a bong, like like a big church bell at the at the top of the hour. And so you know everyone gathers up their books and everything and rushes out, and um, and they're rushing into the hall, and then there's this whole mix of kids as they're all trying to find their classes for the for their next first session of the of the semester and as you go off Mr. Twiggy is like or like uh, Gareth <laughs> Gareth is uh, like scooping up his bags and he's going oh be careful Mr. Twiggy we got we have to go and they're they're running out of the room and uh, everybody else is uh, of course you're at the headmaster's office being just waiting it's not very metal yeah no <laughs> The headmaster has a few choice words to say about your contact lenses, by the way. And your septum piercing. Not allowed to be an individual? You're allowed to be an individual, sir, but you must remain within the strictures of the appropriate dress code. Let's see how that has anything to do with education. It has everything to do with conforming to a proper and organized society, sir. That's not metal at all. <laughs> You will report to Ms. Professor Zarastris's office this evening to begin your detention. This is the first day of school. How can you give anyone detention? Well, apparently you bit another student and then you tried to... Uh... Okay, that was not my fault. I was just trying to show her a little trick. Mr. Gunnerson. It's not my fault that she gets afraid of a snake. My snake. <laughs> Do you want your time to be doubled? No. I would remain quiet then. <sighs> so not metal. Yeah. Is that in character? Yeah. <laughs> doubled it is. What? Are you kidding me? I just said it wasn't metal. What the... It's time for you to go to your next class. Hopefully I won't see you again in 20 minutes. Okay, I guess he just gets up and leaves. Yeah. Any students any of you want to talk to in the hall? I think I want to talk to Twiggy Boy. Gareth? Yeah, he sort of intrigues me. Well, you'll have to wait in line. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Gareth is, uh, has been actually cornered in a, in a place where, the, you know, how the walkers are lined up down the hallway and everything. He's been cornered into this area where there's a bit of an alcove. And uh, Grant is there. Um, and Grant, of course, is the, the guy with the... Uh, Little man abandonment issues. And he's going, so what you doing? Who you talking to? Let me see him. Well, well, well hold on. I will, um, I will go over there because I'm intrigued. And I'm going to use the, my power of just uh, bewildering over this little man. And a, a girl, a real life girl wants to talk to him. Even if it's just to say, <laughs> licking his lips. Even if it's just to say, get out of the way. I want to talk to him. You want to talk to this little nitwit? Well, sometimes uh, little nitwits get the best stuff to share, honey. You don't need to talk to him. You need to talk to a real man. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him. Thanks. We have a new balls drop. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's okay, dearie. If you don't know, then you don't have him. Bitch. And he, like, goes and, like, shoulders past you and... And pushes them, pushes you away a little bit. All right. And uh, 
you see um, Gareth just kind of standing there holding his bag. And he's just like blinking very quickly and kind of like jerking his head to the one side. And he's like, don't hurt Mr. Twiggy. Don't hurt Mr. Twiggy. Well, who's, who's Mr. Twiggy there, bud? He's my friend. Close friend, family, animal nature. He's the only one who loves me. The one that loves you? That was kind of rough. Well, who's Mr. Twiggy to you? It's everything. Simba. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. Just pop culture reference to my, my hometown back in New York. Are we here in New York? I believe so. Well, I want to be your friend because I think you're kind of cool. Why don't you eat lunch with me today? You want to be my friend? I do. I want to eat lunch with you. Are you wearing pink today? <laughs> I'm wearing the uniform. You know what? So am I. I forget about this dreadful thing. But anyway... It looks really good on you. Thanks. Mr. Twiggy likes it too. Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what type of classes do you have today, Gareth? Um, well, you know, I've, I've got the core classes. I've got... Um, I've got um, public speaking uh, a little bit later on. Oh, you don't need that. Oh, you're too nice. And I've got conjuration too. So do I. Really? Really? Oh my gosh. It's going to be amazing together. Right? Oh my gosh. So uh, mine, is, mine is right after lunch. So is mine. <gasps> so we'll walk... We'll walk right from lunch to conjuration. How's that sound? Okay, Mr. Twiggy likes that idea. <laughs> Mr. Twiggy, I cannot wait to meet Mr. Twiggy. Maybe you will. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> is Mr. Twiggy a snake? Does <laughs> Mr. Twiggy live in your pants? <laughs> huh? No. Sometimes. <laughs> don't don't say such rude things about Mr. Twiggy. No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm saying rude things about you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I thought you wanted to be my friend. I do want to be your friend. That's how we're joking in the big city. You're so weird. But I like you. <laughs> well, uh, I like you too. I can't wait for lunch. While this uh, exchange is going on, Yorn's going back down the hallway and he's walking past it. And as he's going past, he says to Gareth, just kind of like, as he's passing, he goes, uh, your squirrel doesn't like to be squeezed so hard. And then just keeps going. How do you know what likes to be squeezed hard and what doesn't? <laughs> no. I just know. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him, okay? Your, your squirrel looks very, very happy. Reaches into his pocket, pulls out an acorn, opens the bag and drops it in. See, you, look, you know how to take care of your squirrel. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'll see you at lunch. <laughs> see you at lunch. Bye, Gareth. Bye, Mr. Twiggy. Bye! Good scene. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be like Professor Quirrell. <laughs> With Voldemort living in a back Yeah. yeah. Right. Twiggy's actually a Shadow Realm squirrel <laughs> that's really messed <laughs> up. <laughs> Pops out of the bag like alien. <laughs> Alright. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break there, and when we come back... We will find out what's going on with Ramiro and Ando.
Do you find yourself nodding off at the wheel while driving to work because you stay up too late watching scary movies at night? Is the coffee not doing it for you? Well, Pseudopod has a solution. Never, Never sleep, sleep again. again. That's right. Every week we podcast the absolute best in short horror fiction, professionally written and expertly narrated, guaranteed to weird you out and disturb the hell out of you while you drive to work. Is that even safe? Who cares? Check us out on the iTunes podcast directory. Click on arts and then literature. Or download directly from pseudopod.org. That's P-S-E-U-D-O-P-O-D.org. It's totally free to download. We pay our authors strictly through the donations of our listeners. Be warned, Pseudopod is absolutely inappropriate for children or anyone else whose innocence may be corrupted by stories this warped and twisted. We bring you intelligent, well-written stories. We just don't hold anything back when it comes to disturbing material. Will this be fun? Trust us. Pseudopod. The sound of horror. And we're back. Ramiro. Yes. What's your next class? Um, my next class is uh, divination. Divination. Yes. But um, this class, as soon as it lets out, I had packed up previously, and I zip out the door really quickly before anybody can say anything to me. But I'm just going to kind of go right across the hall, sort of lean up against the wall, and wait for... Joanna to finish doing her brown nosing and wait for her to come out. It takes her about five minutes, you know, and, and when she comes out, she's like, thanks for the extra homework. Yeah, who knew you got homework in homeroom? Of course, I was homeschooled, so all my homework was homeroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ramiro's going to walk up. Joanna, is it? Is that correct? Yeah. What classes do you have? Well, I'm about to go to divination. Uh... Who's your teacher? Do you have that too? Yeah, I do have divination. What's your other classes? I have alchemy. All right, that's good. I have creative writing. Excellent. It's actually, it's going to be a lot of fun because I've got this whole thing worked out in my mind where I'm going to be telling the story of Fabio, the love centaur. That, that's, that's great. What's your other class? It's really not as interesting as Fabio, the love centaur, uh, but I'm going to be doing wards. Okay. All right. That, that seems really good for you um about Don't you think ab- about divination uh-huh i already see that you like to get in everybody's business well i've got a list of 20 questions already that i've prepared for our divinations teacher okay but since we are in the same class we got homeroom and divination right after one another oh do you want to do homework together no here's what i want uh-huh. i want you to keep your nose that is all brown and kind of smells because of where it's been keep it out of my business I'm just here to do what I need to do. Don't bother me. I really and he walks think away. I really think we can be friends. And he start. She starts following him. We're going to the same class anyway. Why don't we just walk together? No, that's all right. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is gold. Gold? Really? No, that's the color of your your hall, right? Your fog hall, just like mine. Yeah, just just remember what I said. Okay. That'll that'll be in your best interest. I don't really know if it is. I think my best interest is to like listen to what the teachers have to say. You do that. Just the teachers. Why don't you wear shoes? Just kind of shakes his head. It's seen. Andor. Makes his way to alchemy. Yeah? This one, he sits in the front row. 
because this is what he's all about. This is what knocks his socks off. Yes. Alchemy is what he's good at. When am, I, am I in the class with him? Yeah. Okay. Because you're taking alchemy. Alchemy, alchemy as well, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's kind of more of a lab type of environment. Like, you got your blackboard on one side, and you've got, like, those long industrial benches that they have in science classes. Yeah. And over on one side of the wall, you have uh, four containers. One is, uh, like, a barrel that comes up to your chest, and it's about as round as as uh, your arms, Ando. You know, and it's just full of earth. And then there's another barrel, same size and everything like that, filled with water. There's a third one that's a, like, a, like a pressurized tank, and that's filled with air. air. And then you have... A Bunsen burner. <laughs> not just a Bunsen burner, but like one of those... Um, <laughs> Bunsen cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm like thinking like a fire pit. That's burning with... That's a, metal. With a that's gas fire. That's pretty metal. <laughs> and there's like a smoke hood over the top of it, just like yeah. pulling the smoke. The safety first. Right, exactly. So, um, where are you guys sitting in your alchemy class? Right up where I can see and hear the teacher clearly. Back yeah. of the room. Same general area where you were before? Yeah. I, okay. like, I like to be able to see everyone. Oh, let me go ahead and give the alchemy professor a name. <clears throat> We'll call him Professor Elementus. <laughs> Original. <laughs> because I am smart. So Professor Elementus comes in, and she's this tiny little lady who's bent over and has a severe mercury poisoning. Oh, nice. Well. Got that to look forward to. Yep. But, you know, magic extends your life. So she's probably around 250. She walks in without sp saying anything. She goes uh, to the, the teacher's lectern. And she picks up this chalice that is oh, like this really finely wrought silver. You know, and it's got um, the four elemental symbols on the different sides of the cup. And then there's like this band of gold that goes around. And on the inside, you can see that the cup has like this brass inlay and the where the actual liquid is and she holds it up and she pours it out in a slow drop comes out of the goblet right above her tongue and she just reaches out her tongue and just takes a tiny piece of the mercury off of it and then she places the goblet down she pushes her hands down and then up and then scoops them outward and out of all four of the containers rushes the elements. So the earth um, starts circling around her left hand. The water starts circling around her right hand. The fire starts circling around her forehead and the air picks her up and she's hovering in the front of the classroom. Well, that's cool. And yeah, Jorn says out loud, that's pretty metal. <laughs> Whoa! That's a real cool! <laughs> wow. Nice. Extra credit. <laughs> Too racist? <laughs> and then she she lets go, she swallows, and a gust of wind knocks you all backwards a little bit. 
and the fire goes zipping through the, the, the rows of the students, and it's, it's followed quickly by the other elementals, and then they all go back to their, to their container, and she says, Welcome to alchemy. Today we shall begin with Quicksilver. Scene. We got a cool class. I already know some of the stuff I want to do with like fire and earth and stuff. Boom. Yeah, you'll probably not be able to do that for another three or four years. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be metal. Let's go ahead and cut to lunch. Where do you all sit in the in the lunch room? I don't eat in the lunch room. I eat outside. Have you scoped out a table already, Juicy? Yep, Juicy found a nice table right in the middle. The center of attention. Rondo has found a nice quiet spot off to the side near like a pillar or something. Mm-hmm. Where he can pull out his game or something and just be a nerd. And pull out his TI-85. Mm-hmm. Play some Snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. There's been way too much reference to Snake in this game. That's true. But it's so metal. It's so metal. <laughs> Ramiro. Finding his own spot that he can carve out. Mm-hmm. Keep him to himself. Yeah, see, your spot's going to be carved out for you. My spot's going to be taken over every day. (laughs) As you're sitting there alone, Gareth comes up to you. Hey, aren't you in my class? You sit, like, right next to me in homeroom? Yeah. Uh, I'm having lunch. I'm having lunch with another girl from homeroom. You want to come sit with us? Mm. Please? Mm. I really want friends. Maybe tomorrow. He just goes back to playing his video game. <laughs> Mr. Twiggy doesn't like that. <laughs> but you look lonely. I got video game. I'm good. Shoves a piece of fruit in his face. Do I walk up at this point? <laughs> or are you already sitting down at the table? You know what? I scoped it out. I put my put my tray down, whatever. So it's mine and yeah. walked over. Gareth, so happy to see you. Hey there, Ariana. Um... I wanted to see if, if if this other kid from our class was going to join us. He's a loser. Come on, let's go sit at the table. <laughs> Still playing the video game. Did not even look up. <laughs> okay, but I mean, I, I was hoping that he would be nice like you. Listen, don't trust the Asians. They mess up your dry cleaning. What does Asian mean? <laughs> oh, Gareth, you are such a project. I can't wait to... Be your best, new best friend. Asian means they can't try. Okay. <laughs> and it means... Hey, hey, that's not true. It's not true. I can't drive either. Am I Asian? No, no, no. I you're better good. go to Mario Kart. <laughs> He'll do our dry cleaning really well, too. I wonder if he can use alchemy for dry cleaning. Are you taking alchemy with him? No. Oh, I'm just curious what you're taking. I mean, we talked about it. Well, we're taking divination together, right? Um, Conjuration. Conjuration, that's right. Yes. Oh, that loser's with us too? Huh? No, no, you're not a loser, that loser. Oh, you're in Conjuration too? Haven't you left yet? <laughs> Listen, Gareth, I have a table that's right over there. Prime location for people watching. Let's find our new friends. Okay. So what are you doing tonight after, after school? Well, I was thinking I might go to my secret place. Mm. Your secret place? Yeah. Do you have to go there? Don't go, lady. It sounds scary. 
Well, I mean, it's just where I, I, I feel comfortable, you know, and me and Mr. Twiggy can play. Well, I mean, you have to have your own special place. I'm just, you know... I mean, I could show you if you want. <laughs> Ando no. just picks up his stuff and moves over to the next pillar. No, no, I, I'm going to catch up on some stuff. I was just wondering, I already found a study group in my bewitchment class. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, you know, group things right now. So, let's go, let's go sit at the table. Alright, so I'm sitting at the table. What's Mr. Twiggy going to eat? Well, he's not hungry right now. I mean, he's been having acorns all morning. Yeah. So, what's the dish here in Agasa and during school today? Well, that one guy got sent to the headmasters already. That's pretty cool. Oh, that metal guy? Yeah. He's a bad boy. Let me tell you what. Is that good? Well, I don't know if he's a good bad boy or a bad bad boy, but that kid... <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard anything about that, uh, that other young man sitting in front of you in school today? Um... In homeroom, what was his name? Ralph Hilfiger? Oh, yeah, Ralph. Um, you know what? I heard he was in Savage Hall. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What if he said Savage between the sheets? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't know a lot about him, but, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, he didn't try and beat me up or anything, so... Did anyone try to beat you up today, Gareth? I mean, besides the little megalomaniac over there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's because you're awesome, okay? Don't... I mean, but but uh, if I was so awesome, why would Nando even listen to me? Okay. Listen, ignore Ando. Ignore the haters, okay? I like you and I count, okay? Yeah, you count. <laughs> yeah, I do. What do you think of the professor? The homeroom professor? Yeah, Zoroastris, I think it's name is. I appreciate that he understands the different aspects of magic that all of us have connections to. What's your uh, story of how you got your sight? It's kind of sad. It's sad? Do you, If you don't want to share, you don't have to, but I'd love to hear it sometime. Do you have your mom and dad? Yeah, I do. Yeah, almost grudgingly. <laughs> yeah, I do. Must be... <laughs> Must be nice. I'm gonna pay attention to you. I feel like they just had me to try to fill the magic population and not not to have kids. My parents weren't magic. No? How did you even know magic existed? Because my parents didn't stop pestering me until I told them. Well, Mr. Twiggy told me. Oh, okay. Mr. Twiggy sounds pretty awesome. So I'm assuming your parents aren't really around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Did Mr. Triggy raise you until you came here? Well, I mean, I was in regular school. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. You know, I stayed with my foster parents. Um, and where was that at? Akron. Akron? Uh-huh. So you know New York City. It's far away. I mean, I lived in Ohio. But Merca. Yeah, I guess. Land of the free, home of the brave, or something like that. Something like that. Are you really going to eat those? No, no, you can eat them. I'm only on a 30% fat diet, so good. How did you end up in uh, Savage Hall? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not in Savage oh, Hall. Oh, you're not? Okay, sorry. No, no that, was, that was Ralph. Oh, that's right, yeah. I'm in Fog Hall. Fog Hall? Yeah. That's like the smart one, right? No, it's... I, I don't know why they put it me in this one, but it's the sneaky one. The sneaky one? Yeah. I would have rather been in, like, Henrik's Hall. Henrik's Hall seemed good, but I got put in Cirque's Hall because of... Uh, because of my parents. Isn't that where the rich kids go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty well off. 
So while you guys are talking, Yorn walks in and says, give me that, and goes grab Garrus' bag. Excuse me! Excuse me! I'm trying to grab it. Mr. Snakey! Okay, that... <laughs> That that sounds like a that sounds like a risk. Yeah, probably. So one card for uh, first year, a second card because that's his bag. All right, let's see. My first card is a two. That's six. My second card is another two. Boom! You take Mr. Twiggy's bag. <laughs> okay, so I take it and I open it up and look in. And what's in there? Acorns. And no squirrel. I knew it. And that's what I say. That's what Jorn says. I knew it. There's no squirrel in here. And he, like, picks it up and shows everyone. There's nothing in here. And he says, what's your game, Gareth? What's your game? What do you mean? Speak. What's your game? I, 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 do you even have a squirrel? Andrew speaks up. He's a weird kid. Yeah, I can tell. He's been talking to nothing. Goes back to his game. What is going on, Gareth? They say you said a squirrel. I do! You don't see him? All I see are acorns and your lost hopes and dreams. But, Juicy, don't you... aren't you my friend? I'm, I'm your friend, but I'm really confused right now. What happened to the squirrel? He, he's in the bag. Is, is he a... is he a... is he a very... Is he, what color is your squirrel? It's red. It's red. Like normal squirrels, you know, like a, like a brownish red? I think this kid's off his rocker. Well, hold on. He's had a rather traumatic childhood, it sounds like. I mean... Can I just have my bag back? Can you give him back his bag? Hold on. Well, I want to know what's going on. Have you ever actually had a squirrel? Have you ever actually... Dude, if you're going to cry this much, jeez. I just want my bag back. This is so not metal. <laughs> yes. are... As this is going, is going on, Ramirez is walking by. And he's got uh, Joanna trailing behind him asking him questions. And he stops and is like, Joanna, look, this is an interesting situation. Why don't you stick your nose in there? And he keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> that I, is also not metal. <laughs> I have to get to class. Good job. Okay, I'll see you in class. I'll go with you. Wait for me, Gareth. Wait for me. Not if you're going to mock me. Not if you're going to make fun of me. <laughs> Yorn actually gives him the bag back and then turns to Juicy. And he's just like... Watch out around this one. And he just kind of walks away. That was not metal, dude. It was. He says as he walks, he's walking away. And we're going to go ahead and take a break there. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, no derivatives 3.0 unported license please feel free to share the podcast but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it to find the show online visit our site bonethrowerstheater.com our twitter feed is at bonethrowerstheater and our email address is bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com join our social networks on facebook and google plus podcast art was designed by laura tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 